Hello and welcome to Weird Things and Wine, the show where we sip wine and talk about all things weird. My name is Tash. And my name is Mia. And today we will be talking all about Pirate Queens, Anne Bonnie, and Mary Reed. Shall we jump right into Woo-hoo, it? Let's do it! <laughs> Cheers! <laughs> From swashbuckling heroes and buccaneering crews, many of us have grown up with legends of men on board pirate ships. But what about the women? Anne Bonny and Mary Reed are two of the unsung pirate queens from the past, lovers who conquered the seas and battled for treasure. Either fate or coincidence brought them together, two of the most fearsome pirates destined to go down in history. Their unique story often goes untold, but it's a tale of romance and adventure that's unrivaled by any other. Let's talk about it. I just wanted to uh, butt in here and start off by saying, because our name is Weird Things in Wine, I thought it was only appropriate to explain what we're drinking here today, and it's called The Pride. Because it's Pride Month! Happy Pride Month! Happy Pride Month! (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. It tastes delicious. It tastes like summer. Summer! Oh, that's a, that is a good description. (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) Like you're chugging the drink. Honestly? I'm gonna start. That's a really good drink. I thought it'd be a fun thing to introduce a trivia part to this installment of our podcast because I just stumbled across one fact that I was like, that is a ridiculous thing that everyone needs to know if they don't know. And then it just sort of, you know, snowballed from there. I don't have a ton. I just have a few and I'm going to pepper them here and there. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay. Trivia. (laughs) (laughs) Which of the following was considered bad luck aboard a ship? Oh, I'm going to be quizzed. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's mul- they're all multiple choice. Okay, thank so God. don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Not like short long answer. Those suck. <laughs> okay, so is it A whistling, B snakes, or C mirrors? Oh golly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get every single one of these wrong. That's okay. <laughs> I feel like mirrors are considered bad luck in general. Um I'm gonna go with B snakes. I'm sorry. <laughs> B is incorrect. A, a whistles. Whistling? whistling, yes. That's so weird. So whistling was thought to act as a challenge to the wind. And when you're on a ship, when you're on water, wind controls the water. So naturally, you wouldn't want to challenge the thing that controls whatever you're on, you know, I whatever common that. ground you're on. It also carries a bad aura, whistling in the night. <laughs> so... It's a bad aura. Long story short, (laughs) pirates didn't have very many fears, but whistling was one of them. (laughs) First trivia is complete. I should probably do, like, a little disclaimer time here. Okay, honestly, this was the first episode that I was like, we're actually not going to need a disclaimer. I'm going to put a disclaimer in, I'm sorry. Darn it! (laughs) Okay. Okay, so... I'm a queer person, and I'm comfortable with, and sometimes even prefer using the term queer, but I understand that a lot of people in the, in the LGBT, LGBT, okay, that works too, I suppose, (laughs) um, community aren't super comfortable with that term, so I'm going to try to refrain from using it during this podcast, but if I slip up, that's why, and I apologize in advance. This next part in my notes, I literally just did a few paragraphs of things instead of, like, breaking it up, so it's going to be a little hard for me to read, especially because I'm already a bit tipsy. You you did drink that really fast. (laughs) I did a bit, yeah. Okay, so I have a lot of thoughts here, and I'm going to try to articulate them. I'm going to talk about how hard it was to find information. (laughs) It was hard to find information. It was so hard. So part of the problem of finding information on this topic is that we're talking about two women and two members of the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, so we're talking about two queer women, which is, like, the hardest group of people to find information about. 
there's nothing on them. So we know so much about what the men at the time were doing. We know so much about what they were doing, right? They were on pirate ships, they were sailors, they were military people, they were doing things, but we don't really know so much about women. So yeah, there's basically no information about women or gay people. I'm, I'm, I'm a little tipsy now, so I have so much to say. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you get information out of us. <laughs> We know that, that women existed in the past, and we know that gay people existed in the past, obviously. Obviously. But they've kind of been erased from history, partly because it's it's the men. It's the straight men who write the history books, right? Generally. Right. But, like, Emily Dickinson, Da Vinci, so many other queer people have had their histories erased because they just don't talk about it. But there's, like, proof. There's, like, letters written to their lovers. There's proof. Da Vinci? Da Vinci. Really? Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Okay. Facts. Facts. The scholars and the historians tell their stories by saying, oh, they died like a spinster or they, mm. ju- they never married, you know? Mm. But it's like... Likely story. Yeah. <laughs> In essence, it's hard to find information about these two women, especially information that isn't focused around the men that they were interacting with at the time, which I'm not interested in at all. This is not the point of our our podcast today. No shade, though. (laughs) Most of the information out there comes from a book written by Captain Charles Johnson, which is thought to be a pseudonym, and it's called A General History of the Robberies and Murders of the Most Notorious Pirates. And this came out in 1724. Yeah, so in this book, he does mention both Anne specifically and Mary specifically. Um, And I should mention... If I refer to Anne or Mary as Bonnie or Reed, those are their last names, I apologize. The majority of articles and information that's out there are based on or elaborated from the information that he put in his book, right? So people have pieced together who Anne and Mary's parents probably were based off of how Captain Johnson explained their childhood in his book. It's, it's weird that most of the information, the original information, comes from this book, and yet so much of the current information out there is so <laughs> conflicting and different. Yeah, it's almost like the game of telephone, but, like, in action. <laughs> yeah, I saw one that got their stories mixed up. That, oh, no. And I was like, this is the most confusing thing. And I also saw, like, uh. sometimes they would call someone by a different name or, like, get the dates wrong, so... It's all very conflicting and confusing. Yes, and to be clear, I found exactly the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) Most of the information out there is very conflicting. It's not cohesive. There's not, like, a strict story of who Anne and Mary were. So because all the information out there is so conflicting, this is our version of events, as told by Mia and Tash of Weird Things and Wine. Correct. I'm tipsy. I don't know about you, so... (laughs) By now, I sure hope you are. (laughs) Before we begin, can I interject with um, the definition of a pirate? Because Anne and Mary were pirates. Yeah, they were. Okay, so dictionary.com states pirate as, uh, number one, a person who robs or commits illegal violence at sea or on the shores of the sea. Number two, it can be a ship used by such persons. Or number three, any plunderer... Plunderer means someone who steals goods from a place or a person, typically using force, predator, and etc. The word pirate has a pretty, I mean, a relatively negative connotation. I feel it's important to interject that I did find one source, 
and only one source who argued that there is at least one example of how a pirate was able to assimilate into the general society and wasn't just a murderous savage that stole everything and killed everyone. So this pirate fell in love with the mayor's daughter and they got married. And he then was assimilated into the, uh, he, he got a chair at the House of Commerce okay. of that area and apparently lived a relatively non-murderous life from marrying the mayor's daughter. That's so sweet. If you want to be with someone enough, like, that's what you should expect. He Not was that, the OG like, bad boy. <laughs> that's where the innate urge comes from. <laughs> I love that. Okay. I also just really quickly yeah. wanted to um, argue the many points of pirates being just all around negative because wasn't the pirate code a thing? Like, didn't pirates on a ship have a specific code that they were supposed to follow? Well, now that you mention it, that sounds really accurate. Right? <laughs> I think they did have, like, a set, not government, but more hierarchy. Like, yeah, a hierarchy. They had a hierarchy, they had rules. Yeah, and, like, if they decided that they needed to duel with someone, they apparently normally set a time that that was to take place. Yeah, gave them a bit of warning. Yeah. Okay, so, I think it's time for another trivia question. Okay, I'm so excited. Okay, so, why did pirates wear an eye patch? Is it A, to help protect their eye from infection or further damage? B, in an attempt to intimidate others? C, to look cool. D, to aid in night vision, or E, other. Other? <laughs> what the heck? That's not a multiple choice. If I have to answer other, if that's the answer, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> All right. So I've heard that wearing an eye patch over one eye can aid in night vision because you can, like, move that and then one eye is already accustomed to the dark. Okay. So I'm going to go with D, night vision. That's correct. Yeah? That is correct. Yes. yes that is exactly the right answer. <laughs> The idea is, there's thought to be two reasons for that. Number one, right, when they're traveling along the sea, they can see better what ships are coming their way. Right. Or when they're going below deck, it'll help them, because they apparently didn't have candles. Oh, okay. I don't believe that that's a fact. I just can't understand why they'd need to do that if they had candles. Right. So let's talk about pirates in general. You've just learned what the description of a pirate is. Yeah. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Pirates were a thing from the 1500s to the 1800s. Mainly. I did find some research to suggest that they have technically been around since, like, I want to say 102 AD. <laughs> yeah, we say that pirating is a thing nowadays, but people who pirate things aren't pirates. Because that would give them too much coolness, I guess. Are we talking about, like, pirating, like, CDs when we're talking about now age, new age pirates? I guess so. Okay. You don't yeah. say somebody's pirating things when they, like, steal stuff from a store, but, like, I guess that is technically pirating. That is a good point, though. Cool. I don't remember <laughs> what the point was. <laughs> when someone steals something from a store, you don't call them pirates, even though they're pirating something. You just call them thieves because they're land well, pirates. Because the they're land pirates. They're if buccaneers. They were, yes. If they were stealing from a sea store, you would call them pirates. <laughs> I don't understand why we haven't capital. I I'm I'm anti-capitalist. Like why don't we have why don't we have houses and like stores and stuff at sea? I actually saw a show based in China, I think. And there's a whole like giant town that is built all on like the wall of like in the sea. It's in stilts. All the homes are on the sea. Everything there is on the sea. Like it's crazy. Like Venice. 
Like, Venice. Yes. Okay. So, I guess they have capitalized on the sea, but I'm talking, like, middle mm. of the ocean. Yeah. Houses. Like, malls. Mm-hmm. Why not? Good question. What I'm, if you had a floating civilization? Because the whole problem, right, if it's cement or not cemented, if it's uh, stuck to the floor, the seafloor, which I don't know that you could do that in the middle of the ocean, but because it's really, really deep, you know, if you just had something that floated and went along with the tides, it wouldn't be great for sleeping because you'd probably roll out of bed. But, you know, apart from that, you could move all over the ocean. When we get a group of people that are self-sustaining enough, and eco-friendly enough to have a zero carbon footprint, we should just move to the ocean. I sound like a lunatic. (laughs) It's interesting because Mary and Anne's story is kind of only spans like a couple years, not even. Yeah. And I read that 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 was pretty common for pirates at the time, that they only lived a couple of years before they were either captured or killed. I find that weird. Just because there's so much, like, so many stories about all these great pirates that, like... Like Blackbeard. Right? That's the only pirate I can think of, but I'm sure there were Same. many. <laughs> he was the most feared pirate, apparently. Yeah, and he only lived, like, two years yeah, in, as a pirate. <laughs> he was like By a the age of two. <laughs> <laughs> so many were drawn to the pirate life because other jobs at sea were as sailors or merchant vessels or in the military, which were not generally the most work-safe. They apparently had really bad conditions. Privateers, which is a term I've heard many times, but I never understood until I started researching this, they were like government-mandated pirates. So they were allowed to attack enemy ships from other countries, but they weren't um, illegal. Yeah. So it's a legal type of pirate. Yeah. That's weird. The government saw how it could work in their favor, and they jumped on it because of capitalism. (laughs) The Royal Museum of Greenwich... And Wikipedia. They both state that the quote-unquote golden age of piracy occurred somewhere between 1650 and 1720. I have seen this number um, expanded to the 1600s to the 1750s in that general area is considered the golden age of pirates. This is thought to have occurred because at this time, number one, despite what we had just said about pirates only existing for probably three years, like their general lifespan was two to three years. As Um, pirates, not as as people. Yeah, sorry, as pirates. Yeah, (laughs) as adult (laughs) pirates-ish. It's thought that there had been enough sea experience to introduce some pretty seasoned pirates. Um, And additionally, it was during this time that more cargo began to move by the sea. So it created a lot more opportunity for uh, sea piracy. I love that. You sounded (laughs) so scholarly. Did I? Thank you. Like, historians unite here at Weird Things in Mind. (laughs) Much respect to you, scholars. (laughs) Let's talk about gay pirates now. Okay, moving on. Apparently, some historians believe that the men aboard pirate ships would often develop intimate relationships. So, like, the men were stuck with each other for, like, ages on end. And there was no woman at all, generally, mostly, most of the time. Unless they would take them as prisoners. Which is terrible. Awful. Yes. Was I drunk when he wrote these notes? <laughs> yeah, there's... I'm not sure what's going on here. Also, it was a good bonding experience. Happy face. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was weird r- things in my They reason, were really bonding. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently this type of union was called... I'm going to butcher this. It's French. It's Maitre That sounds nicer than Maitre <laughs> Um, and apparently it was, like, a proven thing, whether it was romantic or not. It did allow the two men to share income, inherit property, and fight together in each other's best interests. What? 
Because it would be mandated by the captain on the ship, which was apparently, like, a legal union. Wait, okay. I need to pay attention now. Hold they on. were- the gay Wait. pirates were married. Yeah. So, maid latage is, like, another word for matrimony. They would be, un- um- Unionized in maid mat- latage. You said that so fancy? That's literally how you said it before. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, throughout the course of the story, we must keep in mind that being gay was illegal in the 17th and 18th century, mostly generally for men, which is something to note. Women generally weren't included in these laws. Sexuality was seen as something for men, and then it was seen as something that couldn't be between two women because there was no men involved. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Come on, 17th century. Let's talk about lady pirates, woman pirates. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Okay, so contrary to popular belief, women were involved in sea life because they generally worked as um, servants, prostitutes, laundresses, and cooks, but there were Mm. also a few sailors, naval officers, and whaling merchants, as well as pirates, which obviously, this is what this podcast (laughs) is about. (laughs) Women were considered a liability among most ships. Like, if they were captured as prisoners, they would generally be thrown overboard for the sins of being a woman. Um, I think this is where the idea of mermaids came from, of, like, women of the sea being sea creatures. It's because these women would be thrown overboard, and then the men would be paranoid that they'd come back and haunt them, and then they'd be, like, half woman, half fish. fish. Yeah. I mean, from their, their whistling being a bad luck aboard the pirate ship, I think that we've kind of seen that they're pretty superstitious. That is a good point, actually. Wouldn't the bow of the ship have, like, just a woman's torso? Most of them? Woman's torso? Not a live woman's torso, but, like, a carving of, like, a woman's, like, torso and sometimes head. I mean, of a female torso with, like, bosoms. I've never... I felt like that was the most appropriate thing to say in this podcast. (laughs) I'm sure that I've, I've seen many ships that have had just carvings of, like, usually this pose, yeah, but, like, no head. There's so much to unpack there. Just a woman's torso with, like, the most desirable quotations parts of her, but no head. Mm-hmm. No brain. No mouth, I think, really, is what it was. No mouth Because we weren't allowed to speak, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that, though. Catch us blinking at each other and flipping our hair. <laughs> Just before we move on to Anne Bonnie, I feel like it would be a great time for a trivia break. Let's do it. Okay, so, so trivia. What do we now call the type of flared gun that pirates commonly used? Is it A, blunderbuss, <laughs> B, snipey bat, C, trickle plug, or D, disco gun? All of those sound ridiculous. I know. This is why it's part of the trivia. <laughs> did you come up with these alternative names? I on did. Your own? I yes, love that I did. so much. You're I so thought creative. I thought that I'd be able to find, you know, fun gun names. There are none. So I came up with my own. <laughs> Apart from the one that's actually true. I'm gonna go with A. Ooh. A is correct. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you tricked me. <laughs> uh Blunderbuss is correct. Some scientists, however, have tested the theory that the flare aids in the gun somehow by spreading out the shot, and I've discovered that that it does nothing. The flare on the gun doesn't aid in its use at what all. What's the point then? It looks cool. It looks intimidating. <laughs> Shall we talk about Anne Bonnie? Yes, please. 
Anne Bonny was born in Ireland in 1698 with the name, suspected name, of Anne Cormac. That was her maiden name, theoretically. Well, yes, theoretically. <laughs> I have heard of a few different stories regarding her parents, um, but all the versions that I heard included her father being a pretty well-known, respected man. Um, and her mother not having quite the position of authority in the... I heard that her father was a married lawyer and that her mother was his maid or servant. <laughs> I have also heard of a few different dates that she was born in, but the most common one that I read was 19... Or, excuse me, 1698. Yeah. I didn't put the month because I don't know if we can pinpoint it to that point. Uh, yeah. I think we're doing pretty good with just the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I did hear some conflicting reports as to whether Anne was raised as a boy or not. Whether Anne was? Yeah. I, I have not heard this. Okay, so at I all. know Mary ha was, right? Yeah. So the theory is that because she was born out of wedlock, um, her father didn't want the family or people around him to know that Anne was his child. So hmm. he said that she was a young boy that he took in uh, under his wing, kind of, to raise hmm. us his own, but that she wasn't actually his child. That's what he told people, apparently, according to some reports. Other reports don't mention Anne being raised by as a boy at all. Interesting. Anne's mother died when she was pretty young, which may have caused her or contributed to Anne's temper a little bit. She was famous for her temper. Although there are conflicting reports about her temper that I found. Okay. There are some people that said she had this wild temper, and other reports that said she did not have any temper. It was only when she, you know, when what we're going to talk about next occurred that she grew to be a pirate, essentially. Right. The reports that claim that Anne had a temper also claim that she did kill a servant girl with a knife. Or severely maimed. Yeah. I don't really know the circumstances behind that incident, but there's also other stories that tell that she apparently beat half to death a guy who tried to assault her. Okay, this is very interesting. Of the majority of reports that I read, they've all said that she severely maimed a servant girl and killed the guy who tried to sexually assault her. Not just beat him half to death, actually full-on murder him. Which, you know what? Go for it. <laughs> you're gonna insult somebody, you gotta expect them to fight back. Yes. Yeah. Anne kind of gained this re reputation as being kind of ruthless, according to some reports. Despite that, reports that I read said that her father still tried to keep her in the traditional route and had um, arranged a marriage for her, which she was very adamant that she was not going to go through with, and she ended up running away with... There's conflicting reports as oh. to his name. <laughs> oh, that's true. This is true. I've heard both James and John Bonnie. The last name stays the same. We're pretty sure she ended up marrying a Bonnie. Yeah. Hence, and Bonnie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So apparently she began sailing with him in 1718. He was kind of like a pirate, but not as well known as Anne would herself come to be. Also interesting to note, based on the conflicting reports of when she was born, she was either in her late teens or her early 20s when she married Bonnie. I, I read that she was 16 at the time that she married him, which Oof. is partly why her father was so upset and also may have contributed to him disowning her. So that's a thing, maybe. Who knows? Oh, man. <laughs> Again, there's so much conflicting information. <laughs> So apparently James slash John was pretty eager to settle down and abandon the life of piracy, something that Anne wasn't too thrilled about. 
Within about two years, it's thought that she became uninterested in her marriage and ended up becoming interested in a pirate. And I'll talk more about this in a little bit. (laughs) So according to some sources, James slash John even became a pirate hunter, working under Governor Woods Rogers, which is a betrayal that Anne despised him for completely. And there are some reports that he made it his life's mission to hunt her down and kill her. Yeah, because she did run away and marry someone else because he was just boring and she wasn't out for a life of boredom. That's true. She wanted a life of adventure. She was between the ages of, like, by this point, 18 and, like, 22. Yeah, and she knew that her worth as a pirate wasn't dependent on her gender. She knew that she could become a fearsome pirate without the constraints of womanhood that the time offered her. Right. So, in 1718, while she was still married to James slash John <laughs> Wait a Bond, minute. Wait a minute. What? Wait. She was married in 1718, and then two years later in 1718. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. <laughs> the timeline doesn't make sense. It doesn't have to. It was, okay. like, 500 years ago. Between the ages of 1718 and, honestly, 1722, somewhere in there... This podcast is a mess. It is a mess. I'm sorry. We're we're working on circumstantial evidence here, okay? Just, it's a good story, okay? Just listen. I have that she died in 1720. I have she died in 1722. What? Really? How has this happened? I didn't read that anywhere. Okay, because she was married in 17... 17- okay, okay, wait a minute. Okay. She was married between 17, like, 14 and 1718. Okay. Okay, if we change that, then it'll make sense. If it doesn't make sense, we apologize. Nothing makes sense about this story. When I was researching, I had to redo my notes because I got halfway through and was like, wait, this doesn't make any sense. As long as it it makes a good story, it doesn't matter. I kind of agree. Anyways, in 1718. That's when she met a pirate named Jack Rackham, aka Calico Jack. (laughs) Apparently she met him in what is now known as the Bahamas. When Anne met Calico Jack Rackham... She decided that she wanted to divorce her husband so she could run away with him and marry him. But John slash James refused, and I didn't know you could do that when somebody wanted to divorce you, but this was in the 1700s and women weren't considered people. (laughs) There's a lot of reports that suggest that Jack, he tried to bribe her husband with payment. I heard that this was a common thing at the time, that you could just buy wives from each other. (laughs) Anne decided to run away with Jack. She took matters into her own hands and left James slash John behind. <laughs> Whatever his name was. It's not um, really relevant to the story anyways. Absolutely not. The story isn't about him. It's about Anne and Mary. <laughs> so the date that I found that she left was in August of 1720. August was an eventful month for the woman. August um, to October was... They really only had like three months together. Mm-hmm. Anne and Jack got married on the ship, and he was the captain, so they were allowed to, like, do that back then. They were allowed to marry people on their ship. That was, like, a thing that they could do legally or something. Okay. Meanwhile... (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) James slash John set sail to find and kill Anne for leaving him behind. Anyway. He was very vengeful. There's some dispute as to whether the crew on board the ship knew Anne was a woman or not, or if she just disguised herself as a man while interacting with those, kind of, like, mm. in the know. I did find, in my research, more articles that suggested that Anne dressed openly as a woman on the ship than as a man on the ship. You know, she didn't have anything to worry about. She was in a relationship with the captain. I mean, yeah. you have no fears at that point. 
Yeah, I read some some articles that said that she was openly a woman on board the ship, but when they would interact with other ships, she would dress as a man, so... Which, side note, also contradicts the uh, story that they would just expose their breasts when fighting. Yeah, let's talk so, about So, I mean, we should talk about that later, but, right. like... <laughs> okay, point for later. You remember. A lot of articles that I read said that women were also considered to be unlucky. If you recall our first trivia. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should have a sound effect. Trivia! No. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's thought that he, being Jack... It's thought that he could have, you know, decided to fall for her because of her fierce disposition. I found a lot of conflicting reports as well as what the name of this first ship was. The majority that I found called it the William. There's a lot of others that just didn't name it and said that the William came in later, so I don't know. What would you name your pirate ship if you had one? <clears throat> Plutonium. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That's a fierce name. How many people can pronounce plutonium correctly? Nobody knew what... I don't know what plutonium is. But nobody back then knew what plutonium is. I don't know is. what plutonium is either. It sounds like an element. It, I'm sure it's an element. I don't know what it does. It's probably found See, on Pluto. I don't think that's correct. But <laughs> this is a fearsome name. It makes you question reality. Absolutely. What would you name your pirate ship? Um, the Star Skimmer. <laughs> it would be the most fearsome pirate in all the seas. Oh no, it's the Star Skimmer coming! <laughs> so now on to Mary Reed. I kind of talked about them, or wrote down my notes about each of them individually up until they met each other. Okay. Because I'm very focused on the romance in this story. Okay, then let's move on to Mary Reed. Okay, so not as much as known about Mary Reed as Anne Bonny, I found. Yeah. But she has a really interesting story. She does, yeah. yes. Mary was born in England in 1695, at least that's what we know from the records at yeah. the time, <laughs> and apparently she was the result of an affair, so this is a little complicated, but her mother was involved with a, a man. When Mary was conceived, he took off, essentially. Yeah, and mother's original husband had already passed away at that point, but they had already had a child together, a son born around the same, like, a little bit before Mary was born. Mary's mother disguised Mary as a boy, so Mary could claim her mother's late husband's money from that side of the family, and she kind of disguised her as Mary's half-brother who had passed away pretty shortly after he was born. So Mary was raised as a boy up until the time that she was, like, 13. I didn't really find anything anywhere that said that Mary actually identified as a man, so I guess we'll continue to refer to her as Mary. Right. Yeah. But right. she did go by the name Mark well, while she was disguised as a boy. So when she turned 13, her mother unfortunately passed away. And from the reports, Mary continued to live her life as Mark. So it's speculated that at some point between then and her pirate journey, she actually did join either the military or the navy, because we have conflicting reports. <laughs> so she joined one of the two um, and fell in love and then later married a soldier. And I found that they apparently later moved to the Netherlands. They opened up a cute little shop before he sadly passed away, I think a year into their marriage. Oh, they ran an inn, sorry. Yeah, I think I it was an that. inn. Yes. It was yeah. an inn, not a shop, pardon me. After that, I have that she then came back as Mark and became a soldier. 
And then she either joined piracy, willing or unwillingly, when her ship was seized. Yes, and it was seized by Jack and Anne and the crew on board the ship. So this was in 1720 when she decided to join them. When Jack and Anne captured this ship that um, Mary was aboard of, they captured it and renamed it the Revenge. I feel like I need to just interject. (laughs) I also have a whole nother timeline to this. Okay, I love that. (laughs) So there are a few articles that I read where Mary, when she became a soldier, she then joined the privateers. Um, And while she was there, either A, the ship ended up being in mutiny um, and then later was captured by, you know, an actual pirate ship who then either forced everyone to join them or they would walk the plank. Or B, Mary was just a soldier who was working against the pirates when, uh, you know, a pirate ship conquered their ship and forced them to either join piracy or escape. And somehow a whole bunch of, you know, their crew escaped and then they joined the privateers. And then later they were conquered again uh, by Rackham. Or they were later conquered again by um, just another pirate ship and then Mary joined the life of piracy and eventually found her way to Jack and Anne. There's a lot of timelines here. (laughs) There's so many conflicting reports and it's so bizarre because all of them stem from the one... Article. Yeah. There's just one. There's There's just just one one book. And yet there's so many conflicting reports. (sighs) I need a drink. (laughs) I feel like it's an appropriate time to interject another trivia. Oh, I love trivia. (laughs) Okay, we're uh, running out of trivia, so... What part of the ship is referred to as the poop deck? It's, again, multiple choice. Is it A, the lower deck of the ship? B, the rear of the ship? C, the front of the ship? Or D, the leftmost side of the main ship deck? I'm gonna go with the D. The leftmost side of the main ship deck? Yes. I'm sorry. Oh, goodness. The c- <laughs> Good golly gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry. The correct answer is B, the rear of the ship. I would not have gotten that. Okay. Poop deck from the rear of the ship? I mean, it seems too obvious. (laughs) It does. I've played some trick questions here so far. (laughs) Funny enough, the rear of the ship is actually, you know, it's correct. Some reasons why it's thought to be called the poop deck include, you know, number one, it stemmed from the French word for that part of the ship, which was la poupe. (laughs) all right (laughs) uh number two after a day of manning that part of the ship because it's thought that it was the roughest part of the ship meaning there'd be a lot of you know sea splashing and rocking because it was also where the the wheel was right um according to this article yes i thought it it was at the front but then i don't understand the point of the mast with the guys on the top of the pole i don't know (laughs) It's thought that after a day of spending time manning that part of the ship, the sailor was pooped. Okay, that makes sense. So, in the summer of 1720, Anne quickly became enamored with Mary's bravery and quick wit. Don't even worry about the timeline. (laughs) I think we're missing some parts of the story. We're jumping ahead a bit to the part where Anne and Mary are actually involved romantically. Because this is a Pride episode. Oh, okay. (laughs) So... After Anne realized how attracted she was to Mary, disguised as Mark aboard the pirate ship Revenge, she followed Mary into a supply closet and tried to seduce her. 
The story goes that Anne one day decided she was going to confess her feelings for Mary, and so she followed Mary into the supply closet, um, and to reveal herself as a woman, she exposed her breasts, to which Mary then also exposed her breasts. They were like, oh my gosh, me too, same. Let's be in love and conquer the seas together. <laughs> I'm in love with these two women. I don't know if that's come across yet. <laughs> So apparently, Jack wasn't too happy with how close the two women were. So he snuck up on Mary in bed, and according to some sources, Mary was also in bed with Anne at the time, like two Pretty lovers much. often do. Yeah, or friends. Gal pals. Gal pals. <laughs> because I'm embellishing a bit here, but because Jack <laughs> knew that he couldn't possibly take Mary in a duel for his wife, um, he snuck up on her in bed and held a knife to her throat until she exposed herself as a woman. And he was like, oh, a woman can't seduce my wife away from me because that's not how sexual relationships work. So he was cool with it. Okay, what I read was that he, like you just said, right, he's like, oh, two women cannot be together. I must be mistaken. And then let it continue for a while before he then got suspicious again by them spending all their time together. Um, and when he then confronted them, I think what happened was his stance was that he would not let the two of them be in a relationship without him. So one of the two of either Mary or Anne suggested then that they become part of a throuple. And he accepted. Yeah, he was Obviously. like- as long as I can join, we can we can do this. It'll be fine. I won't murder anyone. Yeah. And because he was the captain of the ship, the two were kind of like, okay, I guess we can do this and he can join. Of course, Anne was also his wife at the time. Quote, so, unquote. Quote, unquote. We are not focused on the man in this story because it's not as interesting as talking about the woman in the story, so we're just going to continue on ignoring his existence. Because they're kind of the icons here anyway, so... Yeah, he just kind of existed. Whatever. So... <laughs> So in August 1720, the two women decided to stop hiding their identities and became two of the most fearsome female pirates, or pirates in general, ever. It was a complete defiance of the customs of the time. It was like two women who were lovers, dressing up as men and fighting and killing other men. Anne and Mary weren't intimidated by much. If somebody dared to question their authority, they killed them, right? That's just what pirates Naturally. did at the time. right. They wouldn't tolerate disrespect from anyone, especially their crew member, and they would wear whatever they wanted, whether it was men's fashion or women's fashion. But generally, if they did wear men's clothes, when they were fighting, they would open their shirts to reveal that they were women while they were fighting. I did spend a little bit of time thinking about that. Do you think that they meant it as a tactical method or as just a, like, a smack in the face? Like a, that's right, you're about to get defeated by a woman. I read they did it to kind of rub it in their face a bit, like, hey, you were defeated, but not only were you defeated, but you were defeated by me, a woman, and I'm also better than you in every single way. <laughs> but it also would be a pretty effective tactic, right? Caught, right? Catch them off guard, right? Mm -hmm. It was like a send-off for them, you know, they'd be like, here you go, you're welcome, now you're dead. Wow, they're so nice. Anne and Mary were everything, including nice. <laughs> <laughs> At this time, James slash John Bonnie continued to chase Anne because apparently she was ruining his name because they were uh, technically still married. And in his mind, she was legally his property. And in the eyes of the law, she was also legally his property. Um, and her actions reflected on him. I don't know if this really has any bearing on the situation at that time, but <laughs> most of the articles referred to Anne by her last name, which was at the time Bonnie. So in his mind, I would imagine she was sort of sullying the last name of Bonnie, which was how he would have identified as well, right? So I can imagine he would have been pretty upset. 
Yeah, and he was also in the employ of a privateer, right? So he was legally allowed to chase her and capture her or kill her, whatever he wanted to do. I've heard he wasn't very good at it. <laughs> I, I, I heard the same thing. <laughs> that sucked. So terribly, unfortunately, awfully, he was killed in a battle with another pirate. But this story isn't about him, so that really bears no bearing on Anne's story or Mary's story. You know, it's like a secondary character. It's just, you know. We don't even know his real name. I should mention, it is very unfortunate that he passed. You know, it's unfortunate with any, when anyone passes, so respect to that, but we're not talking about him today. No. And that's coming from the same woman who wouldn't kill a mosquito earlier. Hey! <laughs> I could have killed it. Absolutely you could have. I had it in my hand. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I'm not debating your ability to kill it. So much sheer desire to kill it. I feel like you are debating my ability, but like, okay. <laughs> I know you could take on a mosquito. <laughs> it's just a mosquito. I'm sure you could handle it. <laughs> I'm sure you could. Are you going to trivia me? I so am going to trivia you. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Trivia. Which video game series included Mary Reed as a character? Again, it's multiple choice. Okay, good. So, A, Shadow of War. B, The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. C, Assassin's Creed. Or D, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. I know nothing about the first one. Okay. I have played Breath of the Wild. I know. I also know nothing about the last one. I know it's Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, okay, I guess I know enough about the name that I understand <laughs> what it is. I'm gonna go with C. C, Assassin's Creed? Yeah. C is correct. I thought so, because it's like <laughs> history and stuff. <laughs> so, uh, in 2013, a character based on Reed appeared in Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Ooh, maybe I'll play Assassin's Creed then. I've heard it's really good. I have also heard it's really good. I've heard all of these are really good. Apparently, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean is an actual game. I think. <laughs> my drunk brain might be making things up, but I sure hope not. So, in September 1720, the two women, Anne and Mary, were infamous among pirates, and the governor, Woods Rogers, quickly proclaimed that the women and their crew be caught. Yeah, just another fact on what um, Mr. Woods Rogers said. Apparently, around this time as well, Mary and Anne were also declared enemies to the crown of Great Britain. And there is a document that I saw that clearly states their names on a declaration um, as enemies of the crown of Great Britain. Which is pretty impressive considering that they'd only been pirating for like a span of a few months to two years. Yes, yes, I would agree. Yeah. Um, again, Woods Rogers was the privateer who hired people to track down pirates at the time. Right. <laughs> they had great luck in their pirating endeavors, and Jack became overconfident. He ordered the crew to attack any ship that they came across, and Anne and Mary knew that this was an awfully dumb idea, but they were incredibly loyal to their captain and their crew. I think it's about time to talk about the night of their capture. I guess so. I just, I would like to say beforehand, they had a, reportedly, a rather great career as pirates yeah. while they were able to be pirates. They were known as some of the most fierce pirates at the time. I read probably two articles that said that a lot of rumors rent around the, you know, the nation of these female pirates that would declare war and then beat them with their, their breasts out. 
Which is kind of iconic. Yeah, so if you Google um, Anne, Bonnie, or Mary Reed, you might see a picture of them just hanging out with their shirts open. Actually, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> In any article that I saw that had a photo of them, it was that photo. Yeah. Anne and Mary's fearsomeness, I think, is demonstrated in their final night of freedom. In October 1720, near Jamaica, it was the middle of the night and the two were standing guard, and the rest of the crew had passed out in a drunken stupor hours before because the crew had recently captured a ship and they were celebrating, but Anne and Mary stayed sober to keep guard. (laughs) So while Anne and Mary were keeping watch, another ship pulled up beside them. So the two of the women called for their crew... And few were able to join in their fight because they were drunk and passed Mm -hmm. out. So the two women were outnumbered by the British ship that had pulled up alongside them, the privateers. And Jack Rackham, the captain of the ship, quickly surrendered. But the two women were not okay with this. It was their ship just as much as it was Jack's ship, and they weren't prepared to surrender it. Mm -hmm. So they were left to fight alone, but they were overtaken quickly by the sheer number of men on board the British vessel. Apparently during the battle, Mary is reported to have shouted in righteous anger, If there is a man among ye, ye'll come up and fight like the man ye are to be. Apparently she was so angry by their cowardice that she fired a shot into the hull and killed one of the crew. Ooh, I have not heard that she killed one of the crew. I did hear that, you know, the whole crew was partying sort of on the deck. And then when they realized that another ship was, you know, coming to seize them, everyone apart from Mary and Anne ran below deck. And they were so angry that they were fighting alone that they sh- just shot a, sh- a warning shot down, which sobered a number of the f- of the sailors to come up and fight alongside them. But unfortunately, they were overcome. In November 1720, the crew was captured, and the entire crew was tried and found guilty, and they were all hanged, including Jack, except for Anne and Mary. Okay, the most prevalent info that I found was that they were all tried and found guilty. They were sentenced to be hanged, but... Anne and Mary subsequently were not hanged because they were both with child. Yes. Okay. Okay. So apparently Jack asked to see his wife and Bonnie before his execution, but the only thing that she had to say to him was, if you had fought like a man, you need not have been hanged like a dog. Which is like, whoa. Whoa. That's like... Intense. That is like a smack in the face. Yeah. She's like, you left me and my girl, my gal pal, my gal pal, Mary, on the ship to fight. And then you just left us behind like a jerk. And we were like two wonderful, beautiful lesbian lovers conquering the seas together. And you just suck. And I hate you. And then she like left and went back to herself. So, like you said, Anne and Mary pled innocent of all charges. They didn't plead guilty. They did apparently have a good defense in the fact that they were both pregnant. Right. We stand a bisexual throuple. <laughs> so this shocked everyone. Like, they were two women, but also not only just two women, they were two pregnant women fighting. They were two almost mothers. Right? Fighting yeah. with such fearsome pirates. Yes. Words are hard. Words are hard. So instead of being hanged, the two women were imprisoned, and it was planned that they were to be hanged after they gave birth. And unfortunately, like all great love stories, theirs came to an end when they were put into separate cells. Separated forever. According to what we know. According to what we know. At least. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and unfortunately, not much is known about what happened to Anne or her child. Um, there's some theories that she was executed, and there's others that she actually lived a long life and passed away in 1782. So of the theory that she lived a long life, 
part of that is that because her father was, you know, a pretty influential man, he ended up either paying for her bail or using his status to convince whoever to let her go free. I read one article that said that she ended up finding love with another man and having six more kids. Which is a lot of kids. A lot of kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, wow. In pretty much all of the articles that I read that suggested that she ended up living a long life after her jail stint, none of them said that she continued any life of piracy. So they all suggest that she lived a quiet life from there on out with her family, whatever that ended up being. So, unfortunately, what we do know of Mary, she apparently died of fever in the prison in 1721. We don't know of her child whether she actually ever gave birth or not. There's not much known of the two women after they were captured. Mm -hmm. I feel like now is a good time to interject two things. Okay. Number one, there is a bit of a conspiracy going that prior to the uh, ship being seized, the last time they made a stop in the Barbados area, Anne actually gave birth to another child, which she ended up giving away to a family there that she trusted. This would have been a child of Anne's and Jack's. This is not proven at all. This is thought to be a theory. So, though the lovers, Anne and Mary, were separated in life, there is a statue of the two women to commemorate them in London. Their tale lives on in the hearts of us who love queer history, as well as anyone who really enjoys a good pirate story. And so ends our episode on pirate queens, Anne Bonny, and Mary Reed. Okay, so that's all we have on pirate queens, Anne Bonny, and Mary Reed. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you. Much appreciated. We really appreciate it. We have an Instagram, a Twitter, a TikTok, a YouTube, and a Facebook. It's weird things and wine on everything, basically. I'm Including sure our website, it. if you, you know, want to look it up. Yeah, weirdthingsandwine.com. <laughs> that exists. If you want to type in, you know, weirdthingsandwine at <laughs> gmail.com, that's our email address. We would love to hear from you. What did you think on this episode? What do you think about Anne Bonnie and Mary Reed? Were we too drunk? Let us know. <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> Finally, please rate and review us on wherever you listen. It really helps and we would love some feedback. Oh, 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 oh. Yes. Sorry. There's actually one more trivia question. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. Tell me. <laughs> okay. According to some sources, the greatest booty a single ship pirated is... Are you stuck? Here's some options. <laughs> a, $50 million today. B, $200 million today. C, $50 million back in the day. Or D, $300,000 today. I know that inflation is a thing. <laughs> I don't understand how money works. Okay. I'm going to go with D. $300,000 today? Yes. I'm sorry. What is it? The correct answer is your booty. <laughs> I died when I thought of that one. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. There is an actual answer to this. <laughs> Thank you for humoring me on that one. The correct answer is $200 million today. Captain Henry Avery and his crew made up with a booty equivalent to $200 million today. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 200 million dollars yeah that's a lot of money that is How a much lot was that of money then? probably like five cents <laughs> <laughs> i'm assuming it's probably close to like 50 million dollars 
And by 50 million, I mean, like, $1 million, probably. They must have had, like, treasure chests full of gold. It was in both diamonds, jewels, and trades. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. Yeah. I hope they- That's an insane amount. They would have- I hope they retired. I hope they did. (laughs) I I would. Only appropriate, I mean. Yeah. Save some for the rest of us. Right? (laughs) Booty. Well, happy Pride Month, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to my trivia questions as well. I love them. They were were wonderful. (laughs) Thank you. Stay weird. Drink wine. Cheers. Cheers. Wait, I have one more thing for you. Oh my goodness, yes. I have a fun fact for you. Wait, yeah. Yeah, so we all know that pirates can be a, a little bit of a tourist attraction. In my various trips to Oahu... I have noticed while I was tanning on the beach an ominous uh, ship roaming just alongside the border of the beach. So I decided to look it up and I learned that during the day it's a kids attraction, pirate ship where you tour, blah blah blah. And at nighttime it turns into a quote unquote club pirate experience 21 plus. I can't wait to go to Hawaii. <laughs> We're going. We have to. I kind of think we have to. This is like life changing. No way. We have to go. Okay, so for the listeners out there, me and Mia have been vaccinated. We got our tickets booked to Hawaii. We are going, and we're going on this, and we'll update you in the future for this pirate experience. You know what? What a good day. Thank you so much for joining us on this wonderful experience that has been wonderful. If you've listened this far, thank you. Oh my goodness. And I bet there's going to be a lot of great bloopers if you want to stick around. (laughs) This is going to be the best blooper episode. Bloop. (laughs) Stick around for some bloopers and outtakes. What do pirates say when they're excited? Arg. Arg. (laughs) That was more wolf than pirate. (laughs) I can't believe that I only had to start over once while I read our intro today. We're getting so good at this. I mean, actually, you're getting so good at this. (laughs) You wouldn't even stutter once. You're very good at things. (laughs) Okay. Are you looking at my notes? No, I'm not at all. I can't even see from here. I can't barely read my notes. I'm not wearing my glasses. Me. (laughs) It's like 1,500 years ago, but like, whatever. (laughs) It's like more than 1,500 years ago. It's like It's like... 1300 years ago. Wait, it wait. absolutely is not. <laughs> yes, it is. 1300 years ago. <laughs> 1700. You're right. I'm sorry. It's like 300 years ago. I love math. <laughs> what a boss. Like, boss, babe. Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss 2020. Heck yeah. 2020? 2021. 1720. Oh my gosh. 1720. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I have no gaydar. I think every person is gay. To an extent, I agree. I mean, not not to an extent, I agree. I mean, I agree that to an extent, everyone has a gay, like, aura. Yeah, Everybody's I think gay. that just happens. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think so. I don't know anything about anything, but Megan Fox <laughs> is awesome. She is. <laughs> Megan Fox is hot. She's also stunning. Honestly, Megan Fox. Obvi- okay, obviously Megan Fox. I mean, hello. Hello. <laughs> Literally nobody's gonna argue with that. No, no. <laughs> I also had a crush on, um, that <sighs> kid. Shia LaBeouf. I thought of the song. <laughs> the song? Do you know the song? What song? He's creeping in the corner. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs>
What? Don't you know that song? No. Oh, no. You don't. How do you not know that song? Is that like a parody song? If I had internet, I'd show it to you. What is it? Can I show it to you? Yeah. Please. I don't have a YouTube app because oh. I'm like 40 years old. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you will not believe what just happened. <laughs> We're in a trailer currently, and Mia just grabbed a mosquito in her hands and put it outside instead of squishing it. <laughs> oh, for five cents. I'm so sorry. Oh, for five cents is Mia's version of F swear word. And I think it's the most charming thing I've ever seen in my life. I should probably say for six cents, because then it's alliteration. Six cents? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the good place i didn't watch the last episode i could not do that to myself because on literally every other series i don't watch the last like three episodes because i can't make it end i never i still have not seen the ending to jane the virgin even though i've been watching it for so many years <laughs> i don't know how it ends it's probably a really good ending too it's been a whirlwind a whirlwind a whirlwind whirlwind <laughs> we've never gone to a movie together We've never even seen a movie together. Wait, that's so We've wrong. We've never watched a movie together. Oh, no. I don't feel good about that. Oh, is our whole friendship, like, real? based on lies? <laughs> yeah. This Buckle Friday up, episode. Buccaneers. <laughs> Buckle up, Buccaneers. <laughs> that was dumb. I think everything you say should be on a t-shirt. This is ridiculous. What are we doing? I don't know. We haven't even gone to anything. We have been spouting nonsense since an hour and one minutes, and we're now at an hour and 32 minutes. <laughs> For 31 minutes, we've been spouting nonsense. 32 minutes. It's been an hour and 32 minutes of nonsense. What are you talking about? Nothing we have said has made sense. <laughs> I'm not going to get into a tangent. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We've been recording for three hours and 45 minutes. I'm so sorry, it's dude. Okay. What the heck? I'm so sorry. It's going to be the most fun to edit. We're going to have, like, an insane amount of bloopers. But also, this entire podcast is a blooper. Happy Pride Month! <laughs> this is, like, our own contribution to the happiness, which is Pride Month. Yeah, you, this is our version of a Pride Parade. We're talking about Prideful Queer ladies. Pirates. Queer Pirates! Yes! Yes! <laughs>